0: Tim, thank you so much for being here today. I'm super excited to get to interview you. I would love if you could introduce yourself.
1: My name is Tim McCarthy. Well, I was a school teacher uh, for about 10 years and administrator and uh, kind of and a coach and kind of graduated out of that. I was also a martial artist at the time. And so I, I went full time into the martial arts and one of the reasons was that I wanted to teach more than the books. Okay. And in the martial arts, we teach not only a theory of uh, just a very simple example of here's my hand. If I, if somebody grabs my hand, do I want to escape through the four fingers or the one thumb? Well, it's much easier to go through the one thumb. All right. So that's a principle, but, now it's practice, all right? So it's not just theory, it's practice. And in the martial arts, it's this—excuse phys- me physical, mental, emotional, and even spiritual. And if you don't want to get into religion, at least spiritually, the difference between right and wrong. And so it's nice to know. It's not nice. It's important to know how to punch somebody, but it's much more important to know when to punch somebody and when not to punch somebody. And so I spent about 30 years in the martial arts, uh, not only teaching, but developing programs for other schools and focusing on the four dimensions of the human experience, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. And then when I retired, I said, well, this is such important information. Let me get it out to the average parent. And so that's what I'm working on right now.
0: I love that. Could you go in... To what your book
1: is about? Certainly. And it's literally about that. It's how to raise a four dimensional child in a two dimensional world. And so I'll start with the easy part. What's the two dimensional world? That's the world we're on right now. If you're watching the podcast, we're on a flat screen, it has length and width, but no depth. And so those are the two dimensions. Normally, people say we live in a three-dimensional world where there is depth. I say, according to H.G. Wells, we have a four-dimensional world, which is time or duration. So if I don't exist for a period of time, no matter how much length, width, and depth I have, you don't see me. So those are the four dimensions of real world. I want to get the kids off the screen and back into the real world of four dimensions. but also. The parallel was the four dimensions of humanity, the physical, the mental, emotional, and spiritual. And so what I did was take all that experience in teaching, not only in the school system, but the martial arts, and started doing some research. How does the brain develop? What is a two-year-old capable of understanding? And some of them are little chatterboxes, and they just talk away. And you assume that they understand what you're saying. But the brain just hasn't developed enough. So I did the research to find out what the child is ready for. And so I've got each chapter, prenatal, infancy, the toddlers, the preschool years, the school years, preteen years, and even the crazy wild adolescent years, what's happening in the brain, how the child develops physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, what they're capable of. So that when you're trying to educate them, first of all, you realize this, that it's not just academic education, two plus two equals four. There's a lot more you need to teach them, but you also need to relate on their level. You need to understand how their brain works, what they're capable of accepting and understanding and present it at that level. And one more. (laughs) is that from the martial arts I don't just give you the information or the theory I've got over 400 activities in there so that you have the practice so you know what to do oh gee my kid seems to be a little socially inept Uh, his communication skills aren't good well we've got a whole bunch of activities to bring him up to the next emotional level
0: amazing that's so awesome What inspired you to write your book?
1: The 30 years of doing it for the martial arts. And like I said, it was just, you know, I think we had a tremendously valuable program in the schools that we were presenting it. Uh, One of my jobs at the time was, if you've ever seen across the country, after school martial arts or summer camps, all the signs on the road. This was the program we were presenting in there. Of course, there was a lot of kicking and punching and relating what we were doing to their real life. Things like respect, though, you know, that's one of the most important things that we teach in the martial arts is respect, much more so than punching and kicking. And so we were developing that for the after-school martial arts program. And I said, all parents need access to this. So how can I make it available? as available as possible, as easy as possible.
0: Amazing. When you were writing your book, who were you thinking of when it comes to who your book is for?
1: Literally the average parent. Uh, prim- I, I, I was thinking primarily of the new parent who says, I've got this beautiful new baby. What do I do with it? And so I've got the reference manual right there, the infancy chapter. And it's you know the first three months, what to expect, the second three months, the third three months, the fourth three months. So that if you don't have a wise grandparent to, to advise you or a doula or you know, a the, the community to give you advice, here it is, you know, right here, simple for you, explained in clear language, based on research. I've got hundreds of citations in there of the latest research. So even though I think my opinion is valuable on my Educational experience and research, it's much more valuable because I've researched it and this is what the current psychology says.
0: Amazing. How long have you been writing?
1: Uh, I got my college degree in English education. So I was prepared to be an English teacher, took a couple of years off as we did in the 70s to find myself and lost myself, but found it again. And then uh, started teaching writing. And then actually, yeah, I I did a little writing for the school system, you know, devising uh, curricula and uh, guidelines for for discipline and such like that. We had the, uh, the people come in and certify your school. And so I was on those committees to help express why our school was a good school. But then when I went to the martial arts, it was almost all writing. You know, I would teach, but we were, we were advising 700 to 1,000 schools across the country uh, on a monthly basis. So I did newsletters, magazines, we did books, we did videos. So I've been writing for 30 years.
0: Amazing. Yeah. What really made you sit down and start to write this book?
1: Well, as I, I retired <laughs> so <laughs> I, I was no longer writing for somebody else I had, you know, had you know I had daily month weekly and monthly material that had to be put out and so i retired, retired I said what do I want to do with my life I want to give this information to the average parent what's the best way to do it and one of the best ways is talking to you so that People know that it's out there and available to them. Amazing.
0: What is your schedule like when you were writing the book?
1: Um, lots of research, uh, you know, just, and you know, I'm old enough that I used to do research in the library. You would have to go to a building, look up cards, go back in the stacks, find a book, might be able to take it home, you might have to make all your notes. And you know fortunately now it's all you Google it, and you can find amazing resources. And of course, I recommend that. If you're the parent of a teenager having problems, Google it, find out what you can from people who know. But if you're raising a child and working and you don't have a whole heck of a lot of time, I did all that for you. I've got the educational background, I did the research, and it's you know, you've got a chapter dedicated to your child's age on the shelf or, or in your computer or wherever you keep it.
0: Amazing. One thing I will say on that as I'm in grad school now, I've learned about Google Scholar if you're looking for peer-to-review sources. So if that's something where you're researching as a parent and you want to learn more, that is more than just what's all the way out there, Google, Google Scholar is a great resource. Wonderful. You've been writing a long time, so this might not be something that pertains, but I'm still gonna ask, what do you need in your writing space to help you stay focused?
1: Yeah, and quiet, not even quiet. I do it with music, but I am so used to being deadline driven that I don't have writer's block. Yeah. You know, you know, it's just it's just that I never had time for it. So I would, at at best, get up and take a walk or go sit somewhere. Uh, Fortunately, I'm in Florida. I live by the beach. So when I was writing this book, I would think about some things and then go sit on the beach and then come back and pound it out on the the computer. So I guess it's a combination of time to think and, of course, experience having something to say.
0: Amazing. What is your favorite writing snack or drink?
1: Um and this might be uh, I'm not much of a snacker. Uh, I'm a vegetarian. I'm very careful about how I eat and one of the rules for managing weight is don't eat while you do anything else. So if you eat while you're writing, It's just like eating while you're watching TV. You don't keep track of what you're eating, and therefore the pounds go on. And so I pretty carefully plan out my breakfast, my lunch, my afternoon snack, and my dinner, and then just write around that or write in the morning. So uh, I'm not sure if that offends the people who have writing snacks.
0: I love that, though. It's a different perspective. Some people feel like that. There's not someone out there like them, but you're showing that, you know, you're, you don't snack while you write, or you, you just focus on one thing. And that's amazing. What type of books do you enjoy reading personally?
1: I haven't read a book. Let me think about that in a long time. I mean, I just got Anthony Robbins new book on the life force, and I've read a couple of chapters that I was specifically focused on. Uh, I got something on TED Talks recently and read the chapters, but not the whole book. Uh, so uh, mostly educational. And right now, I'm kind of on a spiritual journey. So I I, read a, I do read a lot about nutrition and health. I'm almost 70 years old. So I'm worried about sticking around another 20, 30 years, uh, but also spiritually uh, trying to to move up to the next level, so to speak.
0: Amazing. Are there any books or authors that inspired you to become a writer? No,
1: not really. I mean, I remember, I think it was Alan Watts, uh, was a great philosopher. Uh, I I have read a lot of Anthony Robbins and that, you know, I'm not, I'm not as motivational as he is, but I appreciate the fact that he does his research and presents it in a way that's attractive. So those would be a couple that I guess I could point to.
0: What type of books did you grow up reading? Did you have a favorite book?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, in college, of course, you, you have to read all the time. Uh, I had a, My major was in English education. My minor was in uh, religion or Bible studies. And so, not only did I study Bible, but I studied uh, the various sutras of the Indian religion, and uh, not only Hindu but uh, Buddhism. And so, I a tremendous amount of that, and then the kind of New Age Zen and the motor, uh, article uh, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance, where you're trying to bring that spirituality into an everyday life. So that was my; those were my early interests. And then, of course, as you work, you read what you need for work. So I read a lot of marketing and advertising and you know, things that I needed to help the other school owners learn. Now that I'm retired, yes, yeah, I'm marketing, uh, but I'm going back into the spirituality. That's just a, an odd comment that being retired is almost like being back in college. Because you have control of your time and, and if you love to learn, there's just so much to learn.
0: So true. And this you've touched on, so we can always pass on this one too if it doesn't make sense. As an adult, do you have a favorite series or author?
1: No, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not much on book series. Uh, I got kind of hooked into Game of Thrones, <laughs> on, but that wasn't the written word; that was that was the visual. So, you know, I spend a lot of time, I spend much more time on TV and with, especially with movies than with novels or books.
0: Amazing. What would you tell someone who's just starting out with reading again?
1: Enjoy it. Find what you love. Uh, If you love to read to escape, there's plenty out there. If you love to read to learn, there's plenty out there. And... Again, I, you know, so much you can download. Uh, I, I can I can easily imagine filling up the memory on my tablet very quickly. Uh, you know, it just there's so much out there, uh, but yeah, there's. I mean, if you can't read, you can still learn, but reading is the way the the number one way through history, and I think still today to learn.
0: So True. On the opposite side of that, what would you tell someone who's just starting to write their own book?
1: Find your voice. And you may have several voices. And so if, uh, for example, I've written movie scripts and have a different voice. I've written books for my boss and I have to try to write it in his voice. And so you've got to find your own voice that expresses what you want to say, but it's also likable to your audience. So you have to, you know, there are just so many different ways of of expressing yourself. You've got to find it. And then the second thing would be to find your content. What is it that you have to say? What is it you have to offer that's valuable to other people?
0: Amazing. What's one thing that people are generally surprised to find out about you?
1: surprised to find out somewhat surprised about the martial arts uh i am a grandmaster and i've done uh, and you don't guess that by looking at me but i've had people who once they find out say I knew there was something about you that was different so uh, i'll go with that one
0: amazing for our listeners that don't know understand that could you explain what a grandmaster is
1: well, all right, so you probably know what a black belt is. Okay, and so if you go to the average school and you go to have a series of belts, three to five years, you're in your black belt. Uh, if you have a clear system like we did, a year, or two, three years later, you become a second degree black belt so that you've always got a goal and a, a mile marker to know where you're going. Uh, and then at some point, you not just wanna be a black belt, you wanna be a teacher or instructor, okay? And then if you're pretty good as an instructor and you wanna teach other instructors, you earn the right somewhere around a fourth to a sixth degree black belt, you become a master. And then if you continue and you wanna be able to teach, not only not teach masters, but affect the martial arts as a whole, you might earn the rank of grandmaster, And so in my case, that was a ninth degree Black Belt, uh, probably 45 years since my Black Belt was first earned in 1978. So it's a, a pretty big, long accomplishment. Uh, a lot of thought, a lot of dedication, and a lot of physical training and hardship.
0: Amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. is there anything else you would like to say or add
1: uh, just that if you are having trouble with your child and you don't really know why don't know what he's thinking or what she's thinking why they act the way they do and specifically what you can do about it chances are i've got a good answer you now there are If it's ADD, I cover it briefly. And there are places I reference where you can find more about ADD. If your teenager is on drugs, uh, I've got talks about drugs in there. But if you need more, I reference some places to find more. I mean, there's always more detail, but there's a starting point. And for example, if you're a homeschooler, Okay, you can get a curriculum, but do you know what your child's capable of? Do you know how the brain works at that child's age? So I'd say I've got the, the starting point for homeschoolers, the starting point for new parents, and the reference point or the answer for parents who are at kind of their wit's end and don't know what's going on and what to do about it.
0: And I, as a parent, will say, there's no shame being at wit's end because we don't <laughs> <live in> there. <laughs>
1: absolutely
0: where's the best place for readers to find your book i know a lot of readers love signed copies is that an option and the best place they can connect with you all
1: right so the best place to get it is if you if you have the video visual it's 4d-2d.com right over my head if it's just an audio podcast i'm going to repeat that slowly 4d as in dimension dash 2d as in dimension.com important to have the dash or you end up in China somewhere. That's just how the internet works. Uh, you can get it on Amazon. If you search for four dimensional, I'm sorry, raising four dimensional and it will come up. Uh, if you want to contact me, contact at 4d 2d.com. Now I currently don't have a specific Offer to get a signed copy, but if you, when you order the book at 4d-tv.com and include that in the notes, of course I can sign the book before I send it out. Uh, you can't very well sign a digital ebook, but well, let me say this: it's very important. Uh, I've tried to make this so affordable. The ebook is less than five dollars, and. If you're economically challenged and you're having trouble, you can get the chapter for your child's age for under a dollar. So if if you're a teenager and you're having a baby and you don't have much money, under a dollar, I've got the guidance for you.
0: Amazing. That's so awesome and such a great opportunity for so many people. Thank you so much for being here today. We really enjoyed interviewing you, and we will be sure to drop those links in the show notes so that it's easy for everyone to find you. And again, thank you so much.
1: Thank you. It's been great to be here, and just so happy that people like you are out here sharing information to, to the people who want it. i